Welcome back. Christy Doran from uh, The Raw will join us. We'll talk rugby union with Christy. A couple of interesting um, discussion points around that, including Michael Hooper um, and his dream of being part of the Olympics. So he's committed to the Olympic dream. Of course, he was left out of the World Cup squad. And could this be the perfect way for Hoops to finish a glittering career with an Olympic gold medal? Um, so we'll chat all that and, of course, where rugby's at in terms of what they want to do taking on the talent that's available in rugby league. And rugby league's been firing some shots saying, well, perhaps it's time to look at us, uh, look at some salary cap exemptions to get some rugby union players over. So it's all going on. The cross-code wars all going on. Let me just address these the, the Com Games issue that we've been discussing this morning and just a, a quick sort of update on where they're at. So they've had a General Assembly meeting in Singapore. Um, they've said amongst a whole raft of other things of reform, you know, reformation around the Commonwealth Games itself and um, rebooting that Australia's got three months to try and come up with a host city for 2026, essentially until, what, February? Um, and that they're looking at three other regional or regions that are in the mix. And that's about the sum total of it. So it's it's now in the hands of, it appears, back to you, Australia. Go, go and see if you can organise it. I don't know if I'd be in much of a rush if you were an Australian. I mean, they're, they're in a rush to try and lock something in because the longer they leave it, the longer the chance is that the more the chances that the Commonwealth Games just, just vanish, just perish. But I don't know how many competitors are out there in the marketplace. I think you're kind of jumping at shadows if you're thinking that somebody's going to pop out. Tony threw a question at me before saying, well, why don't we take it to Denmark and Mary is the patron. You know, you can do whatever you want in Eurovision. Guess what? If you go in and read the strategic plan from the Commonwealth Games Federation, which I brought to you in detail when all of this Victorian stuff was going on, they have looked at that. The Commonwealth Games Federation has been open and has been open to their associations to look outside the Commonwealth to host the Commonwealth Games. So it's there in black and white. You can look it up and find the strategic plan. So all of this stuff's been on the table already. And this is my worry. This is my really big worry that all of these things have been on the table before. They thought that they just ticked off another box to get Victoria along for the ride. Daniel Andrews, with the political purpose, jumped in head first and then pulled out at a rate of knots to say, oh, it's costing us too much money and all this kind of stuff, and I don't want to be the person, six million, six billion, seven billion, just throw the figures out there. It's never going to cost that much. But all of this stuff that the Commonwealth Games Federation has been trying to get done has already been there. So where do they go to next? They're going to Australia. Well, you've got to sort yourself out. Well, why? <laughs> and how? Nobody wants it here. No, no government in their right mind is going to say, I'm going to waste all of this money because that's how people view it. They view it as a waste. The other question I'd have is to, to put it back to the Commonwealth Games Federation. The $380 million that you got from compensation for the Victorian debacle, the $380 million that's sitting in your bank, is that going to come back in to help us to try and get the Commonwealth Games up and running 
in the next three or four years? Are you going to use any of that to say, well, hey, we'll help absorb that because we got $380 million here for doing nothing. It was compo. They were just, they, they, you know, it was there. Legally, it was their right to get it. <laughs> so they didn't put on anything. And they got $380 million. Now, Victorian and the politicians will say to you, well, it's better $380 million than $7 billion. You're damn right about that. But if you're sitting on the other end, you've just got $380 million, which is earning interest for doing sweet F. So now they're going, get your own backyard in order, find a home for the Commonwealth Games for us, and everything will be sweet. We're back up and running. I just... Somebody come and explain to me how on earth the Commonwealth Games is going to get to a position where it can go to a state government and say, give us money and a lot of it to run this event. How are you going to justify it? And by the way, you're competing against X, Y, and Z because X, Y, and Z currently don't exist. If you can find somebody in the Commonwealth who can do it and are prepared to put up the money, then you got yourself a competitive market. But I don't know where they are. And I don't think the Commonwealth Games Federation knows where they are, which is a real, real pity. So what they have to do is go back, have a look at why the Commonwealth Games hasn't been garnering the support and making the money that it used to be, tip the damn thing upside down, work their backsides off to come up with a market that is competitive and a product that isn't going to cost people in a cost of living crisis a fortune. Then you've got yourself something to sell. Until that, I fear greatly for the future of the Commonwealth Games.